0: The offseason moves on for the Detroit Tigers and for Major League Baseball. As we get further and further, we the, the needs for this team are becoming more and more clear. Outfield is one. We're going to take a look at the current outfield as it stands right now. Take a look at the outfield market, how the Tigers can get better in the outfield. Take a look at some Scott Harris comments about what he wants to add in the outfield. Just a, a complete breakdown of the 2023 Detroit Tigers outfield all today on Locked on Tigers. You are Locked On Tigers, your daily Detroit Tigers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of Locked On Tigers. I'm, of course, your host, Scott Bentley. Today is Monday, November 28th. 2022, thank you for making Locked On Tigers your first listen every single day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts, including YouTube. Okay, we are back. Uh, I hope everyone had a fantastic holiday, a fantastic Thanksgiving for all of my uh, fellow Americans. I know we have some some Canadians that listen, uh, some some Detroit Tiger and Detroit Sport Canadian fans. So uh, I, I do hope that everybody had a fantastic Thanksgiving weekend, enjoyed some time with their family, friends, etc. However you spent it, I hope it was a good one. I went up north with some family. It was a fantastic time. Um, yeah, so that's why no episodes at the end of last week. But we are back, and the offseason does not stop for anyone. Well, I guess maybe it does. There weren't any like moves at all in the baseball world over the holidays. So maybe it does stop for, uh, for, for Thanksgiving. But regardless... We are back and and on Wednesday. Yeah. On Wednesday, the last episode of last week, I think that was Wednesday. We had a conversation about starting pitching, and we've had a conversation about catcher and third base already. And we mentioned on that show how the Detroit t- my leg is killing me. I'm sorry if you're watching on YouTube and you're watching me just like like be look like I'm in pain. Um we mentioned the outfield for this team and how the front office has made it very clear that they want to take some, make some additions and take some steps forward in the outfield. And so I just want to do a complete breakdown of the players available, uh, what the Tigers are looking to add, and what we have currently, where our outfield stands right now on November 28th, 2022. So let's start there, okay? We have five players on the 40-man roster, that are outfielders, that can play the outfield. All five of them are lefties. That is inherently a problem. Now, it's not the end of the world, and Scott Harris has said he wants to add righties that play the outfield. He wants to add a left-handed infielder and a right-handed outfielder. Why? Well, Cody Clemens, as it stands right now, is the only pure lefty in the entire infield on this entire forty-man, nonetheless, the major league roster and the outfield literally does not have a single switch hitter slash right-handed hitter in the entire outfield. Not not even present on this forty-man. So uh, th- there was one counter argument that kind of made the rounds online, and it was just like, well, if you have an all-righty infield and an all-lefty outfield, then like who cares? They're gonna mix and match, and you're going to have the versatility you want, and you're going to be able to go righty, lefty, whatever. That's fine for starting lineups. That's fine. But late game management, you are big time shooting yourself in the foot. Like, tremendously. You need to have the versatility late in games to go to an off-handed or opposite-handed bat that plays the same position as somebody That is currently due up in the inning, especially with the way bullpens are managed now and how, you know, lefty, righty matchups and all that. You need that versatility. You need it. You're not going to be able to survive and you're not going to be able to play those late inning management games. You're not going to be able to try and outsmart an opposing manager. You're not going to be able to try to take advantage of a platoon situation. You will not last. And especially because as we'll take a look, we'll just hop into it right now. There is, There are two players on this team that you can pencil in and be like, yep, these are everyday starting outfielders in 2023. You don't even have a third one. I might even be a little more lenient on like, oh, do we really need a right-handed outfielder? If we had three everyday starter definitely going to play like every day and deserve to play every day and are really talented players, whatever, solidified starters in the outfield, if they were all lefties, if they were that caliber of player, I could probably live with and be like, oh, okay, well, I maybe like a fourth outfit that's a righty, but if we don't get one, that's fine. I'll live with it because all of our outfitters are really good. We have two of those. We have Riley Green and Austin Meadows. Riley Green is obviously the future of this team He for, uh, uh, I don't know, three years now, pretty much since maybe his first year after the draft. I think most people have been pretty – aware that he's probably the best prospect in this entire organization and is one of the best hitting prospects we've had in, dare I say, decades. Uh, He's very good, and this team and this offense and this outfield are, I I don't know if I want to use the word building around him because baseball is kind of weird and that's a a little more difficult to do, but he is certainly the type of player that you pencil in as a long-term option in this outfield in this organization for many many years to come okay now we have this conversation every time i bring up riley green i understand that i have mentioned the fact that if the tigers brought in a really really good like gold glove caliber defensive center fielder i would be very open to moving green to right or left field and having just a really good defensive outfield I think that that would raise everyone's value in the outfield and I think it would do wonders for this defense. Do I need it to happen? No. If this front office looks around and says Riley Green is the starting center fielder for this team in 2023, then guess what? I'm all aboard because Riley Green is a good defensive center fielder. I'm fine with it. I, I, last time, the last couple of times I've said that people have freaked out and it's, I, I I'm very okay with him being the center fielder. You don't have to start an argument just to start an argument. I'm just saying that option is also very intriguing to me. And if I had to choose, I'd probably pick that one, okay? But totally cool with him being the starting center fielder, especially in the immediate future. Austin Meadows, we know that he had a really just brutal season in on and off the field in 2022. Uh, a lot of injuries. I mean, the Achilles injury, vertigo, COVID, uh, just a really rough season and it really got to him mentally. And he took the re- end, very end of the season off to, to help his body physically and help his mind mentally. Uh, I end all of my shows with going to therapy is dope. I am obviously a supporter in that decision. Um, but the main thing is, I am really pumped for his 2023. Austin Meadows is good, and I know that everybody clowned on the trade and, like, haha, Paredes would have led our team in homers and Austin Meadows didn't play. That's fine, whatever, like, hardy hard. But, like, he is good, and I personally still make that trade every day of the week and twice on Sunday. Like, I, I still think today that that trade is the right move to do, and I still think we will look back on that trade and go, we won this deal. Okay. Um, so I'm really pumped for him to just be able to play a full, healthy season, hopefully in 2023, and just be back to that all star caliber outfielder that he has proven to be in his career. We still have him from several years of control. I think two after this year. Like th- this is somebody that can really be a part of this team going forward for, for a long haul. Okay. After that is where it gets shaky. You have Akil Badu, who really struggled this season really struggled this season. Um, I think after 2021, there was a conversation of, is Akil Badu an outfielder, a starting outfielder on this team going forward? Like, did he play himself into the conversation of being a part of this young core that we're going to build around? And then in 2022, he unfortunately played his way out of that conversation. Now, I'm not saying he can't play his way back in. I'm not saying that it's not possible for Badu to refine what made him so effective in 2021 and to just be a effective outfielder at the major league level i think that's very plausible and very possible still but i don't think that you can look at akil badu after 2022 and just be like yep we have our three outfielders we don't need to add anything let's ride you need to bring in someone because badu is probably your best remaining option or at least the only one with like proven major league experience. And I, and I don't think you can just roll into next season with him being your everyday starting left fielder. You want him to be the fourth outfielder. Fine. You want him to platoon and play like 80 something games and play, you know, against righties, maybe even 90, whatever. Fine. But you don't have a righty outfielder. So you still need to bring one in if you want a platoon to happen. Okay. So, there's Badu. Parker Meadows, Austin's younger brother, obviously, got added to the 40-man. We're really pumped about him. He had a fantastic season in the minors. I don't see him starting the season on the Major League roster. Uh, I think they still want him to kind of prove himself and get his feet under him in AAA before they really commit to him at the Major League level. But I'm sure that he'll get Major League experience in 2023, whether it's injuries or, or just the fourth outfielder is more of a revolving door kind of thing. Parker Meadows will probably get experience, but he's not the opening day starting outfielder. And then Blind Madris, fantastic name, a recent acquisition by Scott Harris. Uh, We we talked about him last week or maybe even the week before that. I mean, a, a fine addition if that's what this front office wants to do. But again, it's not like, hey, we brought him in and now he's the everyday starting left or right fielder for this team. So that's where the outfield stands currently. You have Meadows, you have Green, and then you have a ton of question marks and players that I don't think you can just hand over the keys to and trust to be the everyday starting corner outfielder for this team in 2023. So let's talk about some players that do have that pedigree and that can be added and look at the free agent market and what this team is specifically looking for in the free agent market. We'll do that right after I tell you all about our friends over at Online. BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there from football to basketball, soccer, eSports. They've got it covered at Online. They're the fastest and easiest way to get your betting fixed. So head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts. All right, everybody, welcome back to Locked On Tigers segment two here. We're talking about the outfield for this team going forward. Now, again, we're looking at righty outfielders, but I hate to break it to everybody. That is bleak. That is a thin, thin market. Right-handed outfielders are gold in this current free agent class. You have Aaron Judge, who, like, do we really have to, like, talk about that? That's not happening. Okay, that's, that's, that's not happening. I don't even think that's worth a discussion. I don't think that even warrants a discussion. I'm not going to like clickbait you. You're like, oh, Aaron Judge to the Detroit Tigers? Let's talk about it. It's, it's not happening. I'm not wasting my time with that conversation. After Aaron Judge, there are some names out there, but the level of play, it, here's what I'm trying to say. Outside of Aaron Judge and Mitch Haniger. Past that, all the, like, really productive, like, borderline all-star or all-star caliber outfielders are lefties. (laughs) So, like, you can bring in a left-handed outfielder and just roll with that, and we're going to have three outfielders, but then you need to go get another outfielder that's your, whatever, your fourth outfielder, etc., and that guy needs to be a righty. You need to bring in a right-handed outfielder very badly. So I'm okay. I'm not saying you, you're like not allowed to sign a left-handed outfielder. That's not what I'm trying to say. If they want to go get Brandon Nimmo, I would freak out. Nimmo just had like a five-and-a-half win season. That would be incredible, obviously. But... You have to have some sort of right-handed bat in this outfield to some capacity, whether he plays 30 games and logs like 90 plate appearances and they're all pinch hitting opportunities or whether it's like a starting caliber player. I don't care, but you need some sort of versatility in the outfield. Okay, so let's take a look at, at, at some players. Uh, Joey Gallo, is he's a lefty, and I don't think that this is happening. So all the people that really love batting average, you can exhale and relax. Joey Gallo, I don't think, is coming to the Detroit Tigers. He walks a lot, a lot, a lot, but he also strikes out almost more than anybody in baseball on a year-in and year-out basis. Uh, He had a 160 batting average this year. His career batting average is now under 200, actually, after this season. That's pretty remarkable. Uh, But he does have, obviously, very good walk numbers, a very good slugging percentage, He has been a plus defender for most of his career. Uh, This year, I think he was a little bit of a negative defender, but he's a solid defensive corner outfielder. But I don't think this is happening. This is just – this is far too much risk for the reward at this point. He just had such a brutal season. I don't think they can do it. Has 40 home run power and whatnot. Would definitely – well, hopefully, I guess, is the word because he only had 19 home runs this year. He would hopefully help the power struggles, but I I just, I don't see that being an ad. If it is, we'll do a breakdown when it happens on him more in depth, but I I don't think that he's a guy that's on the Detroit Tigers radar. Andrew Benintendi is a unique one in, he's a lefty as well. You're going to see a theme here. A lot of the free agent outfielders are lefties, unfortunately. Uh, But I, I don't think that this one is totally out of the question. Benintendi's still young. This next season will be his age 28 season. And he has seasons of plus defensive outfield at corner outfield positions. Uh, this past season, he was about zero, net zero defender, which is fine. That That's really all I need out of right or left field. I don't need you to, to be a gold glove caliber defensive outfielder if you're going to be good with the stick. And he was, this was... The highest WRC plus, second highest WRC plus of his entire career. Uh, he was really, really effective, 10% walk rate and a batting average over 300. The one downside to him this season was he had a slugging percentage of 399, only five home runs. And, <clears throat> excuse me. And even with. Even looking at his best years of his career, like his home run high is 20 homers, and it was the first full season of his career. Most years, he's in the teens, somewhere between 13 and 17 home runs. I'm totally down, to be honest. I'm very much cool with getting Benintendi. I don't think he would be the most expensive outfielder on the planet. Again, I know it's a lefty, and if you bring him in, I still need you to go get a fourth outfielder that then is a righty. but i I'm okay with this. I'm very okay with this. again, it, he walks a lot. He doesn't strike out a lot. He hits for a good average. He has decent doubles numbers. He has a couple of forty double seasons. like I, I think even though the slungy percentage kind of tailed off this season, his career slug is still a four thirty one. And in the deep gaps of Comerica Park, while he won't hit, you know, twenty twenty five homers. He might get some of that doubles power back. I'm I'm really okay with Benintendi. I would not mind that at all. After him, uh, I'm just kind of going down the list of outfielders that jumped off the page to me when looking at the free agent outfielders. Adam Duvall is a righty, and that's really the only reason that he's on this list. I I'm not like a huge fan of this. He had a about a one-win season with fan this year and only 86 games played. Uh, 2021 had almost a three-win season. And then just never really got consistent playing time, really, before that until 2021. Like his last full season before that was 2017. Uh, well, I guess 2018 he did, but played for multiple teams and struggled. Regardless, this is going to be his age 34 season. This is a righty, absolutely, and a righty that has legitimate power. Uh, has a couple of 30 home run seasons in 2021, almost had a 40 home run season. I, 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 it would certainly help the power, and that's something that you need to address as well. We need the walks to get better, and we need the slugging percentage to improve, and Duvall certainly does that. But if I, even though he is a righty, like dude in his mid-30s or try to get somebody in their late 20s, early 30s that maybe can be here for a little bit longer term, I'm just, I'm tired of like the band aid players that we signed to one or two year deals. And oh, if they do well, we'll trade them at the deadline. And if we don't, well, then they're just going to be the starter and then they'll move on for whoever's next in line. I want some sort of semblance of like a long term plan here. And I don't think Adam Duval really fits into that. Again, not totally against it, but I think he would be lower on my list if I was to rank all these guys. Another righty is AJ Pollock. Uh, this is a dude that I loved in Arizona, by the way. I was a huge AJ Pollock fan when he was in the diamondbacks, had a seven win season in 2015. How quick we forget. Uh, then 2016 obviously had the bad injury. Look, I think my point is pretty much the same (laughs) about Pollock that it was about Duvall. He's going to be 35. He's a year older as well than, than Duvall. Um, doesn't really help the power anymore he had a a really decent power season in 2021 but I I don't know like he had a 389 slug this season in 138 games It was a half win player a negative defender 245 average doesn't walk very much I I just there are some guys that are getting thrown out there and into you know articles are written about them or uh, you know the Tigers might land so and so or. People are having discussions about them, and I, and I think some of them are just like, well, it's a righty, so we have to talk about it. And that's kind of what the last two players were. I, I don't think they're very high on my list. Now, if you want to get A.J. Pollock to be the fourth outfielder, I'm not against that. Okay, It's a really weird dynamic. It's a, it's a It's a thread. We're trying to thread a needle here, and it's very difficult given how lefty prominent the outfield market is this year. Okay? Let's keep talking about it. There's still several names we we got. We I know we have to have the Cody Bellinger discussion just because we have to. So let's get into more. But first, I got to tell y'all about our friends over at Simply Safe. If you've thought about securing your home with home security but have been putting it off, you want to listen up right now. Locked on Tigers listeners can order the number one rated Simply Safe home security system for fifty percent off. This is their biggest offer of the year, and you won't want to miss it. Simply Safe was named the best home security system of 2022 by the U.S. News and World Report for the third year in a row. In an emergency, there's 24/7 professional monitoring agents that use Fast Protect technology exclusively from Simply Safe to capture critical evidence and verify a threat is real, so you can get priority police response. They have a whole secure, whole home security system. There's advanced sensors for every room. Windows, doors, HD security cameras for inside and out, smarter ways to detect motion that alert you only when a threat is real. They have 24-7 professional monitoring service that costs less than a dollar a day. That's less than half the price of ADT's traditional professionally installed system. It's the top-rated Simply Safe app. You can control your system anywhere, anytime. It really is the best system out there, so don't miss your chance to save big on the only security system I recommend. You can get 50% off. 50% off the entire system at locked on. Simplysafe.com slash locked on MLB is the website. Their biggest discount of the year, so don't wait. That's simplysafe.com slash locked on MLB. There's no safe like Simply Safe. All right, everybody. Welcome back. Third and final segment here, Locked On Tigers. So let's have the Cody Bellinger discussion right now. Obviously, another lefty. He plays good defensive outfield, can play really any of the outfield positions. He can also play first base. And I think that that's another reason why people are not against him joining this team. Because if they were to bring him in as an outfielder, and then all of a sudden Torkelson struggles again, oh, there's your backup option. You can put him back at first base. I, if it happens, I'm not going to be like pouty and be like, oh, this sucks. Uh, but he got non-tendered for a reason. This is not like they just non-tendered MVP candidate Cody Bellinger. Like, I know that he put up almost an eight-win season in 2019, and that's not very long ago. But in 2023, that'll be four seasons removed from that. And in 2020, he put up a decent season, the shortened season. 2021, he was a negative one-win player. The walks plummeted. The strikeouts spiked. He a 165 average and a 302 slug. Terrible. 2022, the walks went down even more than his negative one-win season in 2021, and his strikeouts went even higher than his negative one-win season in 2021. The batting average was 210. The slug was still under 390. On base percentage of 265. He is a solid defensive outfielder, but he's not a gold glove caliber, platinum glove caliber, consistently defensive outfielder. And the offense has been so brutal for two years. He has a massive hole in the strike zone, in the upper, up and in, in the strike zone. He can't hit it. He can't. His swing is very long. And, no, he's a Major League Baseball player. If you only threw up and in the entire season, obviously he would adjust and crush it. But if you set him up to throw heat up and in, it's a swing and a miss a majority of the time. How I know he's, only, he's only, this is only going to be his age 27 season. I get it. I think Bellinger is going to go to a team that can afford offensively if he doesn't re himself at the plate. A team that, worst-case scenario, you have a solid defensive outfielder that's going to run into a homer every once in a while. He's still at 19 homers this season, but is going to play plus defense wherever you put him in the outfield, and we have a good enough offense where that if he sucks, that's fine. The Tigers don't have that. This was one of the worst offenses ever, ever, ever. I uh, again, if they did it, I would find the the positive side of it, and I would be okay with it, and I would be excited to see if he could turn it around. We have a former, uh, you know, twenty three year old MVP like caliber player on our team. I I, I would I would we do our deep dive, and I would tell you to be optimistic he's not on the team right now and I don't think he's going to be on the team. I don't think this is a possibility. I don't think it's a priority and I'm okay with the fact that he is probably not going to be a Detroit tiger. I want way more of a sure thing. We are not in a position where we can be taking those big risks for probably what he is going to end up getting paid because there is a market for him. Okay. So, Not a high priority for me. Not going to go out of my way to bring him in. But if we do bring him in, uh, you know, I I trust this front office at this point. So sure, let let's let's see what's up. But on my personal list, not very high on my list. um, Let's end the lefty talk with Brandon Nimmo. This is one where I don't care righty lefty. If you bring in Brandon Nimmo, I'm going to freak out and be excited. A five and a half win season. He was a plus defender. He had an incredible season at the plate. He walks a ton. He doesn't strike out too terribly much. Uh, Had 16 homers. And, yeah, I mean, a a five-and-a-half win season dwarfs anything anybody on this team in 2022 could have even imagined. So this is a, a darn good ball player. A career OPS of 827 and an OPS this season of 800. Um, so even, you know, comfortably kind of lower than his career OPS. And it was still comfortably the highest war he's ever had. Uh, in 2018, he had a four, eight win season in 2021. He had a three, three win season in 2020 in only 55 games in the shortened season. He almost put up two wins. This is a dynamic player. He is a game changer. He immediately makes your team significantly better. He's one of the best hitters, if not immediately the best hitter on your entire team. Righty-lefty be darned. I don't care if you bring in Brandon Nimmo. I don't. Now, I'd still like you to add a fourth outfielder that's a righty, but I've said that a million times. I don't want to sound like a broken record, but I'm totally fine with Brandon Nimmo. Fine. Beautiful. Go. I don't think it's going to happen. I don't. I don't think it's going to happen. Sorry, I think he's going to get paid a lot. I think he's uh, probably going to stay with the Mets. I don't know. His market's really weird to me, but he's going to get a, a hefty contract for a guy that's going into his age 30 season and is coming off the best season of his career at over five wins. He, he's he's something. He's something else. I would be thrilled. I would not hold my breath as a Tigers fan. Okay, let's get into some of the righties that aren't named Aaron Judge. We've talked about a couple that not the beginning, I guess, but, uh, Mitch Haniger is somebody that is his market seems to be heating up and that everybody, that's like the big name. Everybody wants Mitch. Everybody wants a piece of Mitch. Everybody wants him to be the next Detroit tiger. Oh, that'd be awesome. Uh, I, I'm not trying to be like a Debbie downer and just be like, Hey, you know, we're not getting anyone, but I, 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 I don't see us getting Mitch either. (laughs) Sorry. I think he has a very wide market. He is probably the best right-handed outfielder on the market, not named Aaron Judge. That is important. That is a very very wide net market to have going into free agency. He's not the best defensive outfielder. Okay, well, guess what? We have Universal DH now. He's going to have a market across the entire game of baseball. I I don't think that the Tigers are going to pony up and, and give him that kind of money with how big his market is and how many different teams are going to be in on him. Now, they could prove me wrong and go out there and spend a lot of money and bring in a lot of different players and whatnot, and Illich could open up the checkbook, and I would be floored and the happiest human alive and blown away and absolutely thrilled for the future of this team. But they have not earned that. So as it stands right now, I am just going to consistently be, I guess, kind of pessimistic on some of the bigger name free agents and more bullish on maybe the lesser name free agents. Okay. Mitch is is an unbelievable player. Uh, Very, very good with the bat. A slugger, he walks a decent amount, 9% career walk rate. Um, yeah, a, a career ISO of 215 is remarkable. Slugging percentage in his career over 475. Almost had a 40 home run season in 2021. He He's going to make some team very happy. This will be his age 32 season. He's going to make somebody really happy. I don't think it's the Detroit Tigers. Too big of a market. Too big of a market for this front office in my eyes. Lastly, I want to talk about Will Myers. This isn't a situation where I'm like, oh, I'm saving the best for last or the one that I like the last. This is just how I had them organized in my in my show prep. Will Myers, another righty, another righty that can play first base. Maybe some intriguingness there, just because, again, they want they're not going to be in a position where if Torgleson struggles, they don't have anybody to play first base. We've talked about that before um look if if they brought in will myers i like his last 3 years two win season two win season one win season um i i, I mean i guess this is this is one where it would be pretty he's going to be 32 this would be a a stopgap bandaid type of player that hopefully you can get a couple of productive years out of him and if you don't, then you count your losses and move on. I don't think he's going to get a super big contract. Are we in on him? Probably. Um, maybe he's more of like the—I don't want to say fourth outfielder, but like if you were to platoon, Akil Badu. Maybe this is the route you go. I don't know. I, I'm not. I, I'm not huge on Will Myers, but like this is the problem. <laughs> All the righty outfielders. What did I say? Eh, not really that big of a fan of them. <laughs> Like, this is the situation we find ourselves in. We need right-handed outfielders, and there isn't really a market for super talent. Like, it's not a deep market, I should say. The right-handed outfield market is not deep. It's very top-heavy. So, you're going to have to pay up and and get Mitch. You're not going to get Aaron Judge. Just stop with that. You're going to have to pay up and and, and get him, or you're going to have to take a chance on one of these older right-handed outfielders, or... You just say screw it. We're gonna go out and get another lefty outfielder that we know is good. I'm I'm very cool with Benintendi. Obviously, Nimo is is fantastic. There are good left. Kevin Kiermeyer is was somebody that like somebody had mentioned before too. Very good defensively, obviously, but uh, we need offense so badly that I'm not sure I'm I'm really there with that. He he's not the best offensive player on the planet. All of his value these days comes from defense is my point. But if you were to bring in a, a really good left-handed bat to play in the outfield, I'm fine with it. You just, you have to bring in some right-handed outfielder in some capacity. Okay. All right. I think that's everybody I want to cover. That's everybody on our team. It's all the bigger free agents that I think that we we could potentially see us in the mix for. Yeah. I think that's everybody. Thanks for making Locked On Tigers your first listen every day. For your next listen, check on the Locked On Sports Today podcast. The biggest stories of the day, plus instant reactions, big game recaps, and the take of the day. It's available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Weird times to be an outfielder in the Detroit Tigers organization. Uh, weird times just to be a fan of a team in this situation, given our the current state of our outfield. It's weird. We can call it weird. It's I think objectively is weird. Um, We'll see what they do. There's certainly like trades are not out of the question at all. That's obviously a route they can take as well. Um, But the the market for right-handed outfielders is very thin, which means that the ones that are available are not going to be super cheap. And the ones that are available probably are available for a reason. It's going to be weird. All right. Buckle up. That's where it stands right now. Peace and love going to therapy's dope. I have no clue what we're talking about tomorrow, but we will figure figure it out. Then go Tigers, baby.